0: Hi, this is Jeff. If you have any interest in supporting this podcast, you can visit patreon.com backslash evolving podcast for more information. Thank you. Hello, you're listening to Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast, a podcast dedicated to finishing an album. Okay, well, hi, how's it going? I think it's been a little while since I've recorded a podcast. I, I wanted to do one for... I'm, I'm kind of just diving into this today. I'm hoping as I keep talking that I'll get more into the mood of, of recording a podcast i have this album i've been working on i did i think five episodes of a podcast about making it last year i think the last one i looked this morning and it came out on june 30th and i had paused the making of the album because i was getting kind of busy with uh working while well, i at my job and i was kind of in a place with it where i was getting overwhelmed because i'd been recording a lot of stuff that i needed to mix and i had there's just a lot of stuff like kind of uh detail work to do and i was with working and with trying to do that it was a lot but i finally finished the thing and uh it's by the time you listen to this it should be out i'm gonna wait until it's out in spotify and apple music before i release this episode Before I really tell people it's out I saw it in Apple Apple Music this morning um, But I haven't seen it in Spotify yet But anyway, yeah This has been a weird time lately I was kind of unsure if I wanted to Go ahead with putting this album out right now Just because I think I mentioned in a previous episode That I had gotten COVID Like a lot of people have had it at this point And then um, I was off work for about two and a half weeks And I was quarantining with my dad And my stepmom because I live with them, and in that time, I ended up giving it to my stepmom, and then my dad caught it, too. I don't know if he, who he caught it from, but he and I had, like, light cases with it, but she ended up, the first, like, five or six days, um, Brenda, that's her name, she was pretty normal. I think we all kind of thought we were all going to have light cases, and then she had caught she was t- starting to have trouble breathing and she did like a a check-in with her doctor, like a video check, call-in, check up or whatever. And he wanted her to go to the hospital. This was about the middle of December, about a week and a half before Christmas. So she went up there and she had, she found out that she had caught um, pneumonia on top of the COVID. And for about four weeks she was in the hospital and we were feeling optimistic and thinking that it was going to be a tough time, but she was going to be able to come back and maybe there'd be like a, you know, six-month stretch of just kind of rehabilitation and trying to get back to normal. Um, But then right in the last week, like, things started going downhill and um, they weren't allowing my dad to see her or any anybody to visit her the whole time so he hadn't seen her in like five weeks and they 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 finally were gonna let him go see her and then um he was happy he was thinking it was finally maybe gonna be okay and then when he she was not very responsive when he went in there and honestly like she was near the end and it was a lot more serious than we had realized at that point I think she had just weakened so much that she didn't have a lot of strength to to fight it, and she passed away like a a few days later, maybe five days after that so then um we were we've been dealing with that this I'm recording this about two weeks and one day after that happened after she passed away. She died on the eighteenth The Monday, and then her funeral was the next Wednesday, because the funeral home was was backed up. I guess they they have a lot going on right now, sadly. So we did that, and then there was a lot of business with that, and then having family in town, and I don't know, it was a lot going on, and now it's just my dad and I, and we're just kind of dealing with that. And then the whole, this whole time like before this I was kind of trying to finish up this album and getting I was going to get be putting out it out right around now and um yeah I was wondering if I should wait but honestly like I kind of just want to move on <laughs> I kind of I have it done and I wanted to put it out and I was wanting to record a podcast about it just because to kind of finish out the uh, series of making the album now that it's out people can actually listen to it and know what I'm like talking about vaguely in the uh, other episodes but yeah so I I wanted to talk about just like basically like I I didn't I kind of would check in on it like I had it on my computer for a long time and I was working on other stuff like creatively I guess mainly probably podcasts and Whatever, and the the album was kind of on the back burner, and but it was always there, and I was wanting to get it done, but it, it kind of it was kind of becoming a thing of like, do I am I ever gonna put this thing out? Is this what's going on with this? I think I was I was stressed out trying to think of mixing the thing because I'd put a lot of different sounds on it, and I was wanting to add more, and I was it was just a, kind of a, a headache with getting in the weeds with it. And I realized, like, I was with every every time I make an album or make any kind of project like this. It's like this might be a thing other like musicians or creative people go through. Is like in the beginning, I even talked about it in the episodes, the early episodes of this making an album series. That you have this like pure vision of what the thing can be and what you're hoping it to could be, and the the way it could sound, and different instruments, and it's kind of this wide open canvas then you have the songs and you're kind of collecting them and you're recording them and then um, at a certain point it kind of just becomes what it is I I think I realized, or I was trying to go through a point with, I was going through a point with with the album where I was having to accept it for what it was and that it wasn't what I was envisioning but it was like I need to kind of commit to just making whatever it is as good as it could be kind of thing so I think I had to get to that point where it was like a, this is not going to be perfect. It's going to be kind of messy. The mixes, even like the mixing and mastering, it's like, I'll, I'll want it to be all perfect and great, and then I'll just have to end up doing it and it's going to just sound. However, it sounds a lot of my music is like, I don't know. I'm not great at like the mastering and, and everything so a lot of times that they're this my albums are quieter like if you listen to the to the music uh some of my other albums you probably have to turn your stereo up all the way or when i listen to them on like my headphones i turn them up all the way on my phone and then like the with the mastering you're supposed to kind of get it to where it all sounds good together like all the songs together and i was just like i don't have time to do this (laughs) i just want to get this thing out and move on honestly so it's not like the most I don't know it's kind of a weird thing because it's like I'm excited that it's out I'm glad that people can listen to it who want to listen to it I think personally I'm not like the kind of songwriter that like goes and plays shows so I don't like write songs so I can go play them in concert really even though there aren't aren't really very many concerts happening right now so a lot, of it, a lot of it is like recording a song and recording the music. And once it's out, it's like, that's it. And I'm like, I move on to the next thing. So a big inspiration for putting it out is because I want to work on the next project. I want to kind of flush this and move on. <laughs> and um, I do like the songs. I mean, for the most part. It is weird when you're doing this stuff, when you're making music, because you listen to the song so many times maybe like when you wrote them you were really feeling them that's like where you are like when I listen back to this album now I think a lot of songwriters could probably feel this way it's like you write a song and you're in a certain mood maybe you're in a down mood like some of the songs are from a kind of depressed place but I was trying to be honest kind of when I was writing the songs and then after a certain point you're just trying to get the bass sounding good or the trying to add some type of beat to it and you're not thinking about what the song is saying or or what it's trying to express you kind of just are trying to serve the song itself and just finish it and um i think when i was making this album well the the things i was okay my my main thing going into it was like i wanted to uh the album i made before this was plight of the franken tweens the one that came out in 2018. And the thing with that album was I had like a drum machine. It was more like a beat machine. It wasn't very complicated. It was more like a fancy metronome. But I was wanting to have a beat in the songs. So I recorded a lot of the scratch tracks to the beat and then I added all the music to that. And with this thing, I think, like looking back on that, you know, I think each time you make an album, you kind of, it's in a way, it's a reaction to the previous thing. And this time I wanted. I didn't want to have a scratch track or like a, a metronome or anything underneath everything. I wanted it to kind of just, I wanted to play the songs live. So the tactic was to basically, each, for each song, I just recorded a acoustic guitar and vocal. And I would just play through it about five or six times. And then I would pick whatever the best take was. And then that would become like the the basic track. And then I would add bass and like a synthesizer and... I did another acoustic guitar pass, and then I did, like, two vocal tracks at least on each song. And then later on, this is actually one of the things I did since I stopped technically working on the album. I, I bought, like, um, a uh, MIDI drum pad. You can, like, hook it up to your computer, and it's like a circle. that's divided into four sections, and you can assign different beats to each section so you can basically you can play drums but it's like a midi keyboard but instead of the different notes you can you can play it like a drum but it can be like like a do like a kick for this section and then like a snare for this part it's like and that's how i added the drums to it i went through probably six of the songs with and added that i'm turning on the air conditioner because it's a little hot in here i'm actually recording this in um the parking lot of the uh, movie theater that I was in, in one of the uh, earlier podcasts, is the one. I don't know. It was the one when I went and saw Raiders Raiders of the Lost Ark. Here, I don't even know if the theater is open. It looks there's like barely anybody in this parking lot, but that's where I'm recording this because I do these in these podcasts in parking lots in my car for some reason these days. Anyway, back to the album. I, I was uh, I added the beats and then I. I decided actually, like... This is a weird thing. Is like, right at the end of November, I was like, I want to just focus on this thing and just grind it out and just... Basically, I was going to just start making... Every day, I was going to try to make at least one mix of of one song and just try to do that. And um, when I went back to the music... It was kind of a funny thing because I'll get to where, like, I'm just... I've spent so much time listening to this stuff that I don't like the music anymore. It's annoying to me and all this... Then I had like a couple months where I hadn't listened to any of it, and I went back and I was like, I kind of this is not that bad, and I think I'd gotten them all a lot of them to a pretty close place. Like they were probably like eighty-five percent mixed, you know. So they were more finished than I realized, and so I'd kind of make tweaks and I'd bounce each mix. And then um, at some point I decided I was gonna, cause like I have a since for this podcast i have a like a pro, pro account at, at, for a soundcloud where i host host the podcast and if you have that like soundcloud they have this thing where you can like quote unquote master songs there's like a mastering service that, that it does it's it just like kind of makes it sound a little bit better and i'd seen that and i was like i'm gonna try this with one of the songs so i put in one of the songs like the first song i think expired i'd put it in there and it I think you get three free masters if you do the Pro Unlimited account. (laughs) So I did one, and and it made it sound better, and then I did two more songs just because I was curious, and then I was like, oh, I could actually just... Why don't I master them on SoundCloud, and then I can just download them from SoundCloud and then later on put it out. And uh, since you get three per month, I was like, I'll do three this month, and then I'll wait, like, a month, and I'll do the three, and then, like, over three months, I'll do... Get ten of them out. I paid for like the last one just to even it out. Yeah, so that's what I was doing. I, I, I did the first three songs, and then like I had the next three songs I did work didn't have like beats in them, and I hadn't really finished mixing the songs with beats yet. So I th- did the like more like laid back kind of acoustic type driven songs, and then uh, I spent a little while mixing the uh, the last four that had like the beats in them. Yeah, and then anyway, so I got it all uploaded on SoundCloud. <laughs> And then then I uh, had downloaded those from SoundCloud and I put them onto the service that puts them into all the stores. Man, I feel like I'm just tearing through this and it's kind of raw and it's okay. And I know a lot of this isn't interesting to most people. (laughs) I more just wanted to say, this is kind of how how I've been finishing the album. And, uh, oh, okay. The title of this album is Tokyo 2020. I was going to kind of explain that a little bit. I know some people don't like these mysterious things explained, but kind of what it means to me is I like watching these videos of uh, people walking through cities. I don't know why it's interesting. Like, I'll get on YouTube and I'll watch this guy has, like, there's, like, a YouTube channel where a guy just walks around in Tokyo and other, like, Japanese cities. He'll just walk around for, like, an hour with, like, a big fancy HD... and sometimes I'll just sit and I'll listen to some music and I'll watch some guy walk around and I don't know it feels like you're kind of seeing this other world it's kind of nice but I remember at one point he'd passed it was in Tokyo and he was passing like a wall or there was like a sticker that said Tokyo 2020 for the Olympics and it was like oh that's I think it was like a month or two after that was supposed to happen and you're it was like in the middle of like people in quarantine and i think for a lot of people 2020 ended up being a year of things they expected to happen like not happening and like plans being postponed or canceled and i like the idea of i just thought of like the tokyo 2020 olympics i've i've read that they may happen in 2021 i don't know but the 2020 olympics that was you know people prepare all these athletes are preparing for that like around the world it's this big television event it's this whole thing and it ends up like not happening and I felt like that kind of summed up how I felt about a lot of stuff even some of the stuff the music was about some of the songs like I'd feel them so strongly when I wrote them and I like them as songs but then like later on like maybe the situation they were written about didn't really pan out like you know and it was there but I still like the songs for what they are I, I think it's like a nice thought or whatever so Tokyo 2020 just kind of summed it up for me and I had a few other album titles and I'd worked up some different covers and I think I just liked something simple I think I the one I used was just the I was at work one night and it was like raining and I took a picture out the front window and I don't know it just looked kind of interesting in a way so I was like I'll just do this Sometimes you want to do, like, a real elaborate cover for an album, and sometimes you just want to do something simple. I think I was in the mood to do something kind of not very complicated. So that's what I did with that one. Oh, what was I saying? I'm trying to think if I have anything to say about the album overall. I mean, I like it. I know I was trying to, because I wasn't using a click track, and I was building the song around the basic just playing through the songs building it around that performance i wanted it to be kind of more human like feel a little more human than the previous album and that was something i was thinking about and so i wanted the songs to have kind of a just an honest feeling to them i guess which I, i think i always have that with the music but i wanted it to feel that way a little more Like, when I write songs, I'm thinking about that, but when I'm recording them, it it always kind of changes based on what you're trying to make it sound like. And some of the songs, the mixes ended up being, like, almost just, like, bass and the beat were, like, the main thing. And I know it sounds kind of odd, but I I guess I liked the way they sounded. That that was the kind of thing, too, where I was, like, I think I mixed it, and I would, like, to mix the song, and I would not really like it that much, and then I'd come back month or two later and listen to it and be like i like how weird it is like (laughs) suddenly i'm like in the mood to listen to that to that kind of style anyway sorry this is kind of thrown together i'm trying to finish this so i can go to best buy and see if they have any cool 4ks for cheap or maybe get a blu-ray i don't know um there are 10 songs on the album i wanted at the end of this i wanted to just go through and say like one little thing about each song I thought that'd be kind of interesting. I'm not gonna get super in depth, but here we go. The first song is called Expired. This is probably my least favorite song on the album. And there was a little while where I was gonna make this a nine song album and just not use this one just because I don't know if it's kind of, it feels like negative in a kind of a way where I don't know if it's productive negativity. Sometimes it's like, sometimes this stuff just seems like whining. But then I listened to the mix with the the beat and the bass thing, and I don't know, I thought it sounded kind of cool in a weird way, and it made me excited about the song again, so I just added it. Yeah, I think a lot of my albums, like the first song is almost like an introduction to kind of what's going on, like a reintroduction of the, my music and everything. If people haven't heard a new song in a while. The second song is called I Can't Find Your Song. That one, I know the verses were written at one point and then I added the chorus later I think the verses were written like not even with music I just wrote it as like a poem or whatever it was kind of a thing where like I like the way they sound it's kind of fun to sing it's got an interesting energy to it but it's so like negative like it's super super negative and I think I for a long time I was like I don't know if I want to put this out cause it's it seems too whiny or something but then I was like, I don't care, I'll just, why not? I know other people, everybody deals with, like, negative thoughts or, like, feeling like you're, you don't, I don't know. Like, you can't do anything right or or whatever, and it felt like a, why not just put it out there as, like, kind of an expression of that emotion. <laughs> That's such a, like, mechanical way of talking about that kind of stuff. But, but the song being, like, I Can't Find Your Song is, like, kind of, it's how I feel as a songwriter sometimes is like sometimes you're you want to write songs that mean something to people that they can connect with that maybe they're hopefully they're it'll add something good to their life or like make them feel less alone kind of thing uh, and then some days you just feel like you can't you don't know what they need you don't you're trying to make a cool song for them and you can't get there and it's I think a lot of days is that's more the kind of thing you experience if as like a songwriter or artist you're you're trying to you kind of make things that are for like failures or uh, or you don't make anything and that's kind of what that song's about a little bit It's like feeling like a failure because you can't do the one thing you're trying to do uh ideal girl, I guess it's about seeing somebody and thinking they're like this ideal person, but knowing it's not really a gonna be a relationship situation, but you're just like when you think about why it wouldn't be or reasons it wouldn't be. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. the song's not very fresh in my mind. <laughs> I think that's what it's about. Tick, Tick, Tick is is kind of another like heavy type song. I think early on a lot of the songs for me are about dealing with like negative thoughts and um, feeling kind of frustrations of uh, just everyday life. Like why, why are things not working out the way I thought they would or wanted to, wanted them to. And then that song is just about, you know, not Feeling like you're finding your place and you're going to die and then uh, everybody kind of has a different idea of what happens after you die. (laughs) So in the middle of it, you're kind of just sort of trying to come to your conclusions and decide how you're going to live your life, maybe based on what you think happens when it's over, which is crazy. Not crazy, it's probably pretty normal. That's kind of what that song's about and then She Turned My Brain to Goo is basically about meeting someone who kind of makes you feel like uh, you're not thinking as well as you were before. Your brain is like kind of dissolving a little bit and uh, how that can kind of affect your day-to-day thoughts and and priorities and that kind of thing. Holy cow is... uh, I guess it's obvious. It's... I don't know. Not to get super controversial, but yeah. I wrote that just inspired by... To me from my point of view a lot of the like trump stuff it feels like his followers are in like a cult not all of them but a lot of people just kind of look the other way when he says would say like bad things i know he's not president anymore by the time i'm recording this and i'm glad about that but i know a lot of people are really broken hearted about it <laughs> but for me it was it's been a relief and um i it always felt like I I was, it's crazy to like see it from kind of that quote unquote out, outside when you're like why are, I don't get the appeal here like why are, it's like he says this like really rude mean things that he lies like all the time and people just believe it just because he said it like which makes no sense like but I, I know that that's how a lot of cults work and that's I don't know that song is kind of trying to get in the headspace of someone who would just ignore basically, to me, it feels like they just pick and choose from what he says and how he acts and somehow have convinced themselves that it's like he's this good person or something. I don't know. But I was trying to get in the headspace of that, of just someone who kind of like throws out their rational brain and their like morality and all this just to kind of follow someone who's to me not worth it (laughs) not worth the energy at all and uh that was the inspiration but it's it could also be applied to like other cults too and i i'm sorry i do consider the republican party a cult in some ways (laughs) especially about him and i want to move on to the other stuff i didn't want to i don't want to talk about that stuff too much someone else's heart there's kind of a thread of these songs where uh this like kind of romantic Thread that goes through it. That song is kind of about the chorus is like uh, the quiet says ignore your head follow someone else's heart instead. I guess it's about tr- when like in a relationship where you're you're not only doing it because of what you want you're trying to f- sort of listen to the other person and how what they're wanting and needing and trying to follow that instead of what you're wanting and needing sometimes, so that's kind of what the, I mean, it's about more the song's about more than just that, but that's like what the title is kind of referring to, is the, not only following your own heart, you're kind of following other people's hearts to try to figure out you know, what they need or what kind of thing, yeah (laughs) it probably makes more sense if you just listen to the song, honestly sometimes explaining this stuff doesn't help, I'm just trying to give some type of commentary Uh, not of this world is that's just a song about feeling like you don't fit in or like it's kind of there are four verses to it and the first one is like when you're born and the second one is uh i can't remember what the second one is the third one is about like just working trying to make money and all this and not feeling like that not feeling like that's where you fit in and then the last one is kind of about like i guess being older and and all this, but I think a lot of times, you know, you feel that way throughout your life. Maybe you don't, don't know where where you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to be doing. And I guess it's a song kind of about that of hoping that someday you're gonna find where you belong and and be there and do, do your thing and all that kind of thing. Yeah, the ninth song is called "Stop Dying," and it was written about my friend Cody who passed away in 2019. He was like a cousin of a cousin. He was on this podcast. I didn't know if I was going to say exactly who it was about, but I'll just, I guess I'll just say it somewhere here. I just thought about him a lot. I think about him a lot. And I I wanted to write a song for him or about him. That was, I think when someone dies, you kind of get, sometimes you get like sentimental and you remember like the good things, but you forget the bad things. And I remember with him, like, I mean, we had a fun time talking. We'd always connect over like TV and movies. And then sometimes we'd, I think we probably annoyed each other sometimes in in some ways. (laughs) I don't... don't, I'm not trying to remember that, but... You know, I wanted to write kind of a song about somebody passing away and missing them, but also not have it just be, like, this all gooey-gooey, positive... I don't know, like... Like, uh, like unsentimental, but still remembering kind of thing. I guess that's what I was thinking. But uh, sometimes I think it's... The words are too cold or too... I, was, I think I was wanting to, like, if I was just talking to him about him dying, <laughs> but not have it be, like, emotional, like, what would I just say, which is a weird kind of way to think or experiment with trying to write something, but that's kind of what my head was, where my head was. It's kind of to the point where I know what it's about, but I don't know if it's even sad. It's just, like, about when someone dies, there's, like, different... I'm going through it with my stepmom where you're sad and you miss them and you cry and then sometimes you just remember like the real these real basic things that just little things that are going to be different you know and it's not it's not all it's kind of a roller coaster in a way but a lot of thinking about death is just kind of it's just kind of like final like it's just It just is what it is. It's almost like you try to talk about it and put meaning to it, and sometimes it's just, well, they're just not here anymore. And, yeah. Anyway. And then the tenth song, the last song, is called I Don't Want to Do Anything With You. It's just about, you know, wanting to hang out with somebody and just do nothing. And I feel like, usually when... I think that's a main feeling I have a lot of times of wanting to I, I don't know, I get busy with work and everything and my I usually just want to not be doing anything, like I don't want to have plans my be, my favorite days are when I don't have anything planned, and this is about like wanting to have a day like that with uh, somebody who means a lot to you kind of thing so that's what that song is about and uh Okay, so is this enough talking about this album? I think it probably is. I wanted to record this because I wanted to finish out this series of making the album. I wanted to kind of complete it. I wanted to say that it's done and it's out. You can listen to it if you want to. If you don't, you don't have to. If you don't want to, always it's weird putting out music because it means a lot to me. But I know that when people listen to it they could either be totally bored with it they could love it and feel like it's like the greatest album ever but usually it's more of a oh yeah I saw on Facebook you put out a thing I haven't listened to it yet but maybe I will later and then they might not get to it and it's just it kind of becomes this old thing that happened that whatever usually for me it it ends up being where like you know five people listen to it so that's good so I wanted to do this kind of for those few people whoever does listen to it but thanks for listening Um, I can't remember if I mentioned this earlier but I'm wanting I still I would like to do an episode just talking about Brenda my stepmom and just about memories of her and just kind of dedicate some thoughts to her because she's an important person to me and my life is really going to be different without her. and I know it's going to be different for my dad, like even more different. But um, I don't know. She's someone who I was hoping to have on the podcast at some point, And I guess that's not going to happen now. Maybe I can still get my dad on here. I don't know if he'd want to talk about that, but we'll see what's going on. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you do listen to the music, I hope you like it. I hope it has some kind of meaning or value to you. And if you don't like it, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Move on with your life. Do your thing. Uh, but thanks for listening to this. <laughs> if you listen to this, I mean, this podcast is longer than the album. So, yeah. All right, y'all have a good day. All right, I'll talk to y'all later. All right, bye.